here. This is Kate McClanahan, and this is the Sound Advice Podcast. The unexpected benefits of mastering commercial work. For decades now, legions of actors have emerged from assorted acting schools across the country, harboring a deep aversion to pursuing and accepting commercial work. Yet if you scratch the surface a bit, you'll probably find this unfounded antagonism typically stems from the misguided notion you'd become a quote-unquote sellout if you pursue commercial opportunities. It's especially unfortunate and short-sighted when you consider mastering commercial voiceover and on-camera work offers you the greatest opportunities to effectively subsidize your acting career. Besides, what business with any hope to become successful shuns commercial success? Generally speaking, the mission of every industry is to achieve commercial success. That doesn't mean your integrity and commitment to delivering above and beyond the basics of what's promised all go out the window. Professional integrity and commitment to excellence are two of the primary aims and benefits of hiring a professional in any field, not just ours. Yet, talent routinely find themselves wrestling with the stigma that embracing commercial work might betray their creative soul in some way. It's a form of conditioning drilled into so many scores of self-proclaimed experts or quote-unquote coaches who have never accomplished much for themselves professionally. Giving fuel to the adage, stop asking people who have never been where you're going for directions. My point is, you may not see yourself as commercially viable at the moment, yet you may be ready-made for the genre. I suspect this might be true for a good many people, regardless of their experience level. Perhaps so many talent overlook commercial work as the opportunity it is, out of a lack of understanding as to how they innately read as a type. Or maybe the assumption that commercial acting is phony, forced, and selly, when the polar opposite is what's required most. In fact, the more national the campaign, the more realistic and honest the performance is required, and most often. That said, the more local or regional the commercial is, the more over-the-top, exaggerated, and frankly, off-putting the performance tends to be, not the other way around. Think about it. You spend, on the average, hmm, four to eight years training to become someone else as an actor, and the moment you're out auditioning on a professional basis, all you hear is, Just be yourself. We don't want to see any acting. Why? Because there's often a seamless or at least subtle corollary between your brand, your personality, and the product or service you're representing, which translates directly to brand identity for both you and the product or service. The same is true for film, TV, or stage styles. You're either playing into the tone of the piece by embodying it, or you're playing the antithesis. The same applies to commercial work, only with a far shorter runway to get off the ground. Commercial work forces you to get there sooner. It's far more immediate than other genres. No two weeks of rehearsals or ramping up into the feel of the thing. The timeline alone demands you get there now. Additionally, commercial work subsidizes the actor by helping you keep a roof over your head and keeps the lights on between the accolades and awards. It might surprise you to learn some of the greatest cinematic minds from Martin Scorsese, Spike Lee, Ridley Scott, and Spike Jones all continually return to commercial work throughout their careers. It takes a long time and a lot of money to produce a film. 
What's more, a majority of those producing today, the people most likely to hire you as a talent in the entertainment industry, typically spent, oh, I don't know, six to eight years in advertising. During that time, they learned timeline, budgets, and ideally teamwork. This is also where the professional standards for demos comes from, especially voiceover demos, based on the adage, don't tell me, show me. There isn't an aspect in the entertainment industry that doesn't require a professional demonstration, a demo reel, of your very best work to take the guesswork out of what you bring to the table and define you as a professional. Suffice it to say, embracing commercial work can allow you to, number one, master the art of being yourself in a mass medium. Commercials typically demand a reality from you as an actor that's more authentic than you might have initially assumed. Number two, Showcase your greatest assets and skills in a short-form format on a national scale, which can and often does lead to future guest star roles on sitcoms and serials. Mastering commercial work forces you to get up to speed faster than you are likely to experience in any other medium. Number three, subsidize your life and your career. Yep, commercial work helps facilitate eliminating the dreaded quote-unquote day job so you can effectively act full-time. Number four, gain greater professional experience and exposure. Commercial work allows you access to a mass audience that dramatically increases your appeal, familiarity, and allows you to stand out professionally. Number five, join the union. Union pay translates to a more reliable pay rate and greater income as well as better talent agents with greater professional opportunities that can transition into greater career advancement in TV and film. And while it's relatively well known to the broader American public that the Actors Union SAG-AFTRA recently joined the writers, WGA, on the picket line to fight for improved wages and job security, especially in the face of AI, the vast disparity between the studio head's income and the artists who actively craft their productions and products is historically and gobsmackingly unparalleled. In this era of unprecedented financial expansion, studio heads have amassed the greatest glut of income in the shortest period of time, possibly in the history of commerce, without sharing the obvious profits with the true crafters of our culture, actors and writers. And why it's so vitally important union and non-union talent stand together to support each other in solidarity to secure the future of our artistic careers. It's important to note what's not necessarily well delineated, even among many dedicated union actors, but not all union work is struck work. Commercial contracts for both on- and off-camera work continue to offer union actors the opportunity to support themselves and their families during the strike without crossing any picket lines or violating our key professional commitments. For a comprehended list of all effective work and further guidelines, head to the source. Visit sagafterstrike.org. Just another perk of mastering commercial work. This is Kate McClanahan. This has been the Sound Advice Podcast. To find out more about voiceover and our process, check out voiceoverinfo.com.